brave, outspoken, conservative. We are Ladies Raised Right. We're your co-hosts. I'm Olivia. And I'm Anuk. And we're dismantling the left's agenda one lie at a time. You can find us on all socials at Ladies Raised Right or on Twitter at Ladies RR. You can find any additional information and merchandise at ladiesraiseright.com. Woohoo! <laughs> Ooh, so off to this week's episode feminism fuck it yeah <laughs> the feminazis are coming too strong this year so they are it's not even at a point of like it's not even about feminism and women's rights anymore it's like women want more than what men have and they want like they won't stop until and they won't stop it. yeah they won't stop until they take over the world and they're like it's all about women and it's like no you've lost your boards <laughs> in case you can't tell annoyed with the feminists right now and the feminist movement um we're going to go into a little bit of the history of it but it's just like the initial meaning of feminism like that it really started at which like was a good reason in my opinion has agree. just like been completely twisted and warped and is like far out of really out of hand now yeah exactly it's um, like gone like off the deep end yeah which is a little frustrating um right and we're here for like we agree like women should have the right to do everything that men do like I agree, but women do not need more rights than others. Yeah. And that's the direction (laughs) that we're trending. Exactly. Um, Which isn't really that great. No. Um, So in case you don't know, feminism defined is the advocacy of women's rights on the basis of the equality of sexes. So men and women being equal. And so this is when I think Anuk and I agree that feminism (laughs) deserved to come about because there are like four big waves in the feminist movement. And the first wave was to have society recognize women are humans, not property. (laughs) The leaders of the first wave feminism were abolitionists, and their focus was on women's rights. An important right that came from this wave was the right to vote for women. So we can all agree that, (laughs) yes, that was good. We did good there. Women should not be property. (laughs) Then you have the second wave, which is like the 60s and 70s. It challenged women's role in society, um, act as... Activists focused on institutions that held women back. Traditional gender and family roles were questioned. The Equal Pay Act of 1963 was implemented in this era. Yeah. Also, that makes sense. Can't agree. Like, I'm so here for being the same, paid the same amount as a man is. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. If I can complete the same job. Now, yeah. if I can't complete the same job, then I agree that there should be the, the difference in pay. But that's based right. on skill and, like, ability, not off of gender. Exactly. I agree. Um, the third wave. This is going into the 1990s. Women enjoyed more freedom and rights, and many women freely expressed their sexuality and how they spoke, acted, and what they wore. Um, so I guess that's fine. I would almost argue if you're expressing your sexuality, then you're kind of going back to, like, that women are property because <laughs> you're putting everything out you're there for people. emphasis on that. Yeah. Um, but nothing, like, too that era it's like kind of this era that we're in now that's yeah it's kind of the in-between and then now you have the fourth wave so some people still think that we're in the third wave since there hasn't been much of a shift but with the me too movement and the resurgence and attacks on women's rights many think that we've entered a new era of feminism social media activism has propelled the movement firmly into technological age it builds on the third wave emphasis of inclusivity and asks hard questions about what empowerment equality and freedom really so I don't know why we need to be asking those hard questions. I feel like those are very clearly defined, not only in the Constitution, but also by the feminists in the first wave. Right. Um, Equal pay and the right to vote. Yeah. What else do you want? Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm just confused. Um, because even, like, I can recognize, like, I did a landscaping job for three months, and it was really hard. And 
you know, like I'm a hard worker, so I did what I could, but no matter how hard I worked or how much I lifted, like I would never be able to keep up with the guys. Like they just dig no. so much, fa- like exactly. they can dig holes so much faster. Yeah. Um, like my parents like own a landscaping business and like growing up, like we also, we worked for our parents and yeah. we did a lot of work and like. I remember one time we were at this job site and one guy next to me was, we were digging holes in like a riverbed to plant trees and like I was digging my hole and then I like, was I don't know, I was like pretty proud of myself. Like I was about a foot deep, pretty like six foot diameter and then I like looked next to me and literally the guy was like disappeared in his hole. He had dug his hole so fast and again, like I'm hard working. I was like trying my hardest and yeah. I was like, like working really hard, but like he was literally, like, in the hole and probably started about the same time. And my hole was, like, a foot deep. And I was, like, oh, fuck. F. <laughs> F. Um, so, that's not even just a gender thing. It's just, like, no. physical capability. There's probably someone that could dig a better hole and a faster hole than me, too. But that's, like, yeah. that's just the generality of it. Like, And, like, there's also the flip side, too. Um, One of my landscaping bosses told me that he liked tiring women better or like having us do jobs like weed whipping and stuff like that because we have a greater eye for detail whereas guys just blow through it right so exactly. i don't know i feel like that's kind of beneficial for women but i would agree the feminists today do not think so no um i'll be digging holes <laughs> yeah so now there's three different types of feminism that have emerged the first one we'll talk about is radical feminism and that's where they wanted to reshape society entirely um, saying that the system was inherently patriar- patriarchal and only an overhaul would bring liberation. It resisted the belief that men and women were basically the same. So so basically, women are superior <laughs> yeah. in this like thought process. Down with the patriarchy. Down with patriarchy, down with men. Men are, are the root of all evil. Exactly. That's it. Um, <laughs> so it's like that summed up mainstream feminism focused on institutional reforms, which meant reducing gender discrimination, giving women access to male-dominated spaces, and promoting equality. So that makes sense, like saying that a woman can't be a CEO because she's a woman is stupid. So right. to me, this doesn't mean like, okay, women can be CEOs, CFOs, whatever. Um, this is just like, you should be hired based off of skill, not based off of gender. Right, exactly. And cultural feminism teaches that there's a female essence that's distinct from men. Which I would also agree with. Like, yeah. I mean, if you go, it's easy. If you go into a man's home, it's very different than a, a woman's home. A bachelor pad. And a bachelor pad. Yeah, they're yeah. like two very different homes. There's like, and a bachelor pad would have like a couch and a TV. And like leftovers from like pizza. takeout. And yeah. pizza, yeah. And like in girls, or like women's homes, I, don't, I can't speak for all women, but at least in my home and my friend's homes, like we have like a cute little couch with pillows and like Wall decor. Like, freshly baked cookies. Yeah. And, you know, and like, candles everywhere. Yeah. So. And, like, different kinds of, like, soaps and shampoos. And then it's, like, three-in-one shampoos, so body wash. Yeah. Head and shoulders covers everything for men. It does everything. Yeah, three for one. So, yeah, men and women are just different. And exactly. saying that you want women to be the exact same as men just doesn't. No, biologically it doesn't work. Biologically it doesn't work. It just literally doesn't make any sense to me. Right. Like, I don't, one of my friends, like, she went to private school and she was like, that they were taught not to let a man hold the door for you because it's showing that they are superior to you <laughs> or something like wow. super ridiculous like that. Yeah. Um, They're like, I want to hold my own door. Yeah. I'm a big basically. strong woman. I can hold my own door. Yeah. Which, like, like I can. I, 
I get it, but it's like still like a, just like a simple like nice gesture, even yeah. from like woman to woman to hold the door for each other, or like woman to man, or like it's just a nice gesture to do for a person. Exactly. Common manners, like not like it has it has nothing to do with like political rights and <laughs> yeah. age differences. And <laughs> I would not be offended if someone helped the no. door for me. So, and then where would we be without the classic indoctrination? So. <laughs> Feminism is pushed. Um, one of my classes currently that I've been taking, uh, the textbook just like just loves it, um, eats it up, and there's been a lot of examples throughout it. So much so that I was inspired to write an essay that I really wanted to title "Fuck Feminism," but I really didn't want to fail my class, so it turned into "Hyperfeminism," which I would think is also a very good substitution. Um, just like the over prominence and over like shoving of feminism down each other's throats. Um, one of the <laughs> quotes yeah. I pulled from the book said, let's use the F word here. People say it's inappropriate, offensive, and it puts people off. But it seems to me it's for the best, or it's the best, a best way to begin, and it's simultaneously devalued and invaluable. And her paper is called Still Name the F Word, Referring to Feminism, Not to Fuck. But just try to try to get <laughs> Um Like we had talked about, though, like, a lot of the feminism is, like, overbearing and overwrite. And so the two of the essays that I kind of spoke in this was, one, um, where she spoke about how Disney has, like, over-portrayed, fe- like, fem- or isn't feminist, and, like, it devalues women, and making women too feminine in Disney has been, like, bad for children. Um, she, like, makes this, like, whole chart and, like, table of, like, all these examples in Disney movies about how, like, it ruins feminism, and, like, women shouldn't feel empowered by this. Um, but it's pretty, like, ridiculous, because, like, there's, like, three, um main categories that she tries to talk about. So one is feminine vocabulary. The other is degrading physical descriptions and critiques that remove the character's empowerment. So she believes that these three, like, categories are across all of Disney movies. (laughs) Um, But it's funny because, like, one of them, the one that she kind of, like, pulls, and it's, like, such a stretch. She says that in Brave, the vocabulary, (laughs) the feminine vocabulary that uses a nice girl in a pretty green dress. Okay. That's her that's that's her thing that's saying that's she's removing empowerment because she called her a nice girl in a pretty green dress. And I was like, what she failed to mention is that this is from the princess that's in Brave. Literally the movie is called Brave. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> I would think that is empowering, not unempowering. Um, and then if you go to the Oxford dictionary definition of brave, it means ready to face and endure danger or pain, showing courage. Yeah. And I've seen this, I saw that movie a while ago, and I remember I really liked it. And if I remember correctly, it's kind of about the girl um, taking care of, like, the kingdom and everything, and, like, not the men doing it. So that just completely debunks her idea that it's, like, an anti, I don't even, like, it's an anti-feminist movie, I think. Yeah, like, it just doesn't make any sense at all. Uh, The other essay that I kind of, like, focused on, it had two different ads for fashion, and one was... Um, this woman playing a trumpet, standing, like, tall, and kind of, like, showed her individuality. And then the other was a woman, and she was an ad for Sorel Boots. And she's, like, kicked back, and she had, like, blown up. You could tell she had blown a chandelier with a shotgun, and the shotgun sitting next to her. And she's wearing this, like, really pretty, like, soft white dress and these, like, really nice, like, lavish, like, French chairs. So, like, that picture, I feel like, for advertisement, is awesome. Like, it's still empowering. Yeah. Like, she has a shotgun, she blew a chandelier up, but, like, she also has, like this, like, elegant white dress, and it's delicate, and it's, like, for you to say that feminism is, like, overreach or whatever, like, something like that, you can still be feminine with, like, that dress and, like, the chair and everything, but still, like, 
give women power. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so, the left has kind of lost it. They've kind of <laughs> lost it. So. Some issues here. And it's, like, it's just crazy that they, like, think that these, like, girly things in Disney removes empowerment from women. And to be able to say that, that's, like, very much so a stretch. Like, I remember when I was younger watching, like, Mulan and Pocahontas. Like, I just, like, yeah. felt like I was a little badass and I could, like, go take on the world. I didn't think, like, that implication that Pocahontas wanted to be with John Smith was going to be degrading of me as a woman in the character. Like, exactly. Same with, like, Sleeping Beauty and Snow White and Cinderella. Although it was, like... I don't think I ever was like, oh, I need a prince to save me. I was just like, like, kids, like, I don't think, think that far into it. Like, they're just kids. You're just watching the movie to enjoy it. Exactly. And, like, the, you just start, like, looking at these, like, things, and it's like, you're not eradicating feminism by having, like, women in girly roles. Like, girly roles. Like, it's still, like, empowering to women and still giving them, like, the opportunity to see everything. Just because you see it one way doesn't mean it has to be defined that way. And, like, to stretch and grasp onto, like, a girl in a green dress, a girl, like... <laughs> who's brave. Who's brave. Like, <laughs> the name is brave. Like, yeah, it's, like, such a far stretch. Yeah. Um, and I just, like, I feel like her logical fallacy in that is, like, she's like, okay, well, because this, then this. And it's, like, where did you even <laughs> get to, like, thinking that that was, like, because in a because she's in a dress, she's unempowered and she's not like strong yeah. woman. Like so. Elsa and Anna and Frozen both wear dresses, but that movie is like very praised because there's no prince that comes and saves them. It's like two sisters loving each other and like saving themselves. Exactly. So, <laughs> so long story short, you can pick what you want to you can, pick. <laughs> you can pick what you want to pick. We're not saying that women shouldn't have equal rights as men. They should. They should be able to have the equal opportunity as a man does. But at the end of the day, just like any other thing, like one person is going to be better at something than the other. And I don't think that women should have more rights or this like crazy, like totalitarian control over the (laughs) entire like country because they feel like they need to eradicate men. Like it's just nuts. (laughs) Yeah. Like men bring a lot to the table, i.e. Actually, what's kind of crazy. I'm just, I just thought about this. Have you seen, um, what's that new show called that I was telling you about on Netflix? Um, Anna discovering oh inventing anna yeah yeah they made like multiple jabs too and they were like this like woman's writing this like journal and then they're, they have like a clip of trump speaking they're like men, <laughs> men, deva- men that devalue women or something i'm like that's, <laughs> that's a stretch that's a stretch and it, like literally it had nothing to do with the show yeah like it was like such a stretch and it's like okay like why did you have to add that they're in just there? gotta push the indoctrination yeah push the indoctrination um, into feminism yep and yeah, it's just really frustrating. It is. But that's all we got <laughs> on feminism. We're Women should still have rights. Yep. But not yep. overreach. <laughs> Women should still have rights, not overreach. And recognize, I think it would be beneficial if we recognized what men can do that women can't, and what women can do that men can't. Oh, yeah, I thought of this too. Um, <laughs> people are joking about us going to World War Three. Oh, no. <laughs> and <laughs> there's been a lot of TikToks. Um, about, like, the feminist women being, like, I can be, like, I can do anything men can do, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. And then as soon as the draft starts, it's, like, goes to that Nicki Minaj song where she's, like, I can do the cooking, I can do the cleaning, <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah, so. they, like, start cleaning and cooking the houses, and it's, like, okay, like. Yeah, because in reality. If you're not ready to pick up a gun, then, like. <laughs> which, 
if we're being honest, most of these feminists who are like that far left are far enough left where there shouldn't be a gun and there should be peace and no exactly. war. So, yeah, just watch out for those people. They're crazy. They're Anyways, crazy. <laughs> thanks for starting your week off right with Ladies Restraint. Bye. Bye.